0: Welcome to Teaching Kindness, the Bullies Be Gone podcast. Every day, we see a battle of hate versus kindness. Bullies choose hate. But guess what, guys? Kindness always wins. Here at BBG, we dive into everything from overcoming bullies to building resiliency in ourselves. So come on in and learn how to live in a world where kindness is king. I'm your host, Nate Webb. Let's get to it. what is up everybody and welcome back it is great to be at bbg today we have ourselves a treat we have christopher kurtz with us from the do good be kind organization um do good be kind is huge and so i'm so happy to have their co-founder here on the podcast with me so it's going to be juicy get ready get your tissues ready it's going to be great you're not going to want to miss it but first as always gotta pay the bills So we're going to jump right in. I'm so excited for the podcast we have set up for you guys today. We have with us Mr. Chris Kurtz from Do Good, Be Kind. So back in like 2017, Chris put Do Good, Be Kind on his email signature. That's literally all it was, y'all. It was an email signature. And his wife put it on some t-shirts and it has boomed. Do Good, Be Kind has become a brand that has become a movement to inspire humans everywhere to do good. Chris has visited schools throughout the country, recruiting students of all ages to be part of the Do Good, Be Kind team. Chris and his family currently live on the North Shore of Oahu, Hawaii. And um, But yeah, welcome Chris to the show, man. Thanks so much for coming on.
1: Awesome. Aloha, Nate. Thank you so much for having me on your show. What a, What a treat. What a delight to be with you today. Thank you
0: man guys this guy i wish i mean yeah well for those of you looking on youtube maybe you can see it but this guy is like the bubbliest, happiest i can't even like compose words like he's just so happy like i you love it the ch-
1: you're making me f- making me feel like uh, colby Collet here right now nate i don't even know
0: i mean <laughs> bubbly you know i am trickle my nose
1: yeah, I mean that, that's really how I live my life. No, I am I am a genuinely happy person. It annoys my wife. It annoys the heck out of her in the mornings, especially you know when she's like, "Dude, can you just not be so happy in the mornings?" But you know that's not to say also that I don't have my down days. You know I'm human. Right. Um, definitely have our down days. In fact, I saw a friend today that she put out on Twitter. She's like, "Y'all, I'm genuinely a happy person, but today is really a, a rough day." Mm. And so I just respond to her. I said, "If you need somebody to listen without judgment or cry without restraint." I'm your guy. Or if you need somebody to hide a body, I know people. We can take care of that too. But yeah, I'm generally a happy person. I love uh, it. There's a lot to be grateful for, even in a year of pandemic and chaos, right? There's just, there's so much to be grateful for.
0: I love that. Gratitude is yeah. king. Well, well, Chris, how are you doing, man? Like, how's life going for you right now? How is life?
1: My wife's in the background. I should ask her. How's life? So good. So good. In two words. There you go. Life <laughs> is so good. So good. Um, how is life? You know, I think if I were to say life is so good, I think for the people who are like, man, that must be amazing. Uh, would, would be feeling bad. If I say life is terrible, the people are like, come on, man, it's terrible for all of us. They'd be like, it's terrible for all of us. So, um, life is truly, you know, what you make it. When I look at our life right now, I really miss here. I just talked about this briefly. I miss being in schools I miss being in businesses, mm-hmm. you know, sharing this message of do good, be kind and talking to people. At the same time, it's really awesome to have this time to be with family and reflect on values and things that are truly important for so many of us. And um, so when I look at life on the aggregate, you know, I had this experience the other day where I was looking out my window and, uh, you know, we're on Oahu. So rainbows really are abundant here. That's the truth. And we've got papayas, bananas, coconuts, and rainbows and tourists again. And um, as I'm looking out my window, you know, the rain had just blown over. And I'm, I'm doing this, like, you can actually see out my window here with me. And I looked down, and there's a beautiful rainbow. And two thoughts went through my mind. And I was like, wow, that is an amazing rainbow. I'm so grateful, you know, for that rainbow. And the second thought was, I'm just grateful that I can see it. Wow. wow. I'm grateful that I can see it, that I have the ability to have the sense, the sense of sight. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I can see it. So, life is good. And, you know, you and I, we have this really common um, I want to be careful with the phrase hero because it's so big, but we'll, we'll call him a common legend and friend, you know, and Colin yeah. Karchner. Yep. And, um, you know, I want to honor him. I, I was able to speak at a conference this past Friday virtually, and I took eight seconds in the beginning of that conference to honor our dear friend Colin and, um, and think about him and reflect on him. And then at the end of that conference, into my speech, I said, now, you know, let's bring it back to where we started those eight seconds uh, take that time and go hug somebody, right? Colin was Man. all about that eight-second hug, and yeah, so he didn't hug me for eight seconds though. You know, he came to California to visit, and uh, I got like a six-second hug out of the guy. So when I see him, I'm gonna get those extra two seconds back. Dang
0: straight, yeah, Dang straight. So, so for those of you who who don't know what he's talking about, so there's a legend speaker. Um, his name is Colin Karchner. Um, yep. He his mission was to save the kids, and he tragically passed away last week. Um, and our prayers are with his family, um, but. Yeah. I'm, I agree with you, man. Gratitude's everything. I'm grateful that we could be here talking today and spreading the, the, the message of, of being kind, um, being strong, um, and doing good. So, Chris, how on earth did you take an email signature and turn it into a national movement? That's nuts, oh, bro.
1: It is nuts. And, and you know what I'd even say is more than that, Like it's, it's gone into countries like New Zealand, in Japan. Oh,
0: this is international now. It's gone
1: to the UK. Yeah. Oh my and, and here's the thing, like Nate, if I would have sat down and like, you know, taken my MBA and my business plan and written all this out, I probably couldn't have done it. Here's the truth, right? I probably could not have done that. We couldn't have done that. Right. And first of all, I have to give so much credit to my wife. She is like um, the catalyst of, of all good in my life. She just starts amazing, great things. So That story really is true. I had an email signature. I started it in 2003 that said, do good, be great. And when I started to look around in 2016, I thought, man, you know, um, great is fine, but we just need more people to be kind. We really do. And um, I'm going to close this window. I got stray dogs out there barking. And um, so I changed my email signature to do good, be kind. And I came downstairs one morning and my wife had printed it on a t-shirt uh, this not this t-shirt this is someone that my kids got a hold of this one and tie-dyed it but um, she put it on the t-shirt for me I put it on Instagram and it was the craziest thing it wasn't like viral right it's not like the ocean spray guy who's on a skateboard right, right 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 <laughs> not like that but in a similar sense you know we have this capacity unlike we've ever had that I can connect with somebody in Japan right with the click of a button Right. I can connect with somebody in Canada with the click of a button or with a like or a share or a comment. We've never been able to do that. And so I put this picture out, people started to come and they're like, Hey, can I get one of those shirts? And we were just giving them away, you know, like, you know, popcorn, come get a shirt. But what happened is shortly after that um, they would come back with a list of like five to 10 people, you know, friends and family that also want a shirt. And my wife was essentially running a Malaysian sweatshop, Nate, out of her kitchen. She's just pressing shirts and giving them away. <laughs> and, uh, One day, a teacher called, a school teacher called, and she called and said, Hey, I would love one of those shirts, but I'd love five of them in different colors so that I can wear them in front of my classroom every day. She said, I just, I love the the simplicity of it. I want that message in front of my students. And after about a month, she called again and she said, Our principal would like to meet with you and hear about your school program. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: I just remember, I, I know exactly where I was when I got that phone call. I remember. I was driving at the time and I said, Karen, we don't have a school program. <laughs> you know, I don't even know what you're talking about. And she said, I know, but um, I know you'll come up with something great. And you have an appointment <laughs> next Tuesday with our principal at 1230 to present it. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, Oh, you know, one of these friends that pushes you off the cliff that you know, you're supposed to jump off anyway. And
0: oh, man, so great.
1: I called the principal and I said, Hey, in full disclosure, like we, we really don't have a program. I don't want to show up and have you believe we, you know, we have something we don't but in the process of meeting with her and and there's two things to this Nate because I know you're all about bullies right I know you're all about yep. you know fighting for the underdog defending the underdog and and I love what you say you know bullies be gone right let's let's help the bullies move out and I remember walking into the principal's office and there were two boys sitting on chairs in front of the secretary right now you and I went to Elementary school, and we all know that if you're sitting there waiting, like if you're not with the nurse and you're sitting in the office, news. it's not good news, right? Not you're good waiting news. for some hammer to come down. And so <laughs> um, these boys are sitting there. We go into the principal, and like, you know, hey, what's up with the kids outside? And, and she's like, ah, oh, you know. And now we're in an upper middle class area. You have to know that we're in um, Marin County, California. And she says um, those boys are third and fourth graders, and they had taped a pin onto the end of a pen and they'd sharpened it and they were going to use that to stab a fifth grader at recess right so apparently the fifth grader had upset him in some way and they were going to I mean they've created like this jailhouse shiv right that they're going to stab this fifth grader with and what and as we started talking to this principal and her quotes on our website she said you know if we graduate a generation of students who can read and write and don't know math and science or know math and science but don't know how to be kind to each other we failed and she said if we continue this path along, we're failing our kids we're not teaching our kids basic values of kindness and accountability and that was really when it started Maybe that was when I I mean I, I was actually in tears in that principal's office I'm thinking about these two boys I'm thinking about their home life I'm thinking about not even them in the context of a bully Nate but I was thinking about them in the context of what was missing that their retaliation would be to stab the fifth grader, right? And stab sounds really harsh. It may be a pin poke, but still, nonetheless. yeah. And and so, yeah, we did our first assembly in October, 2017. It was terrible. (laughs) No, it wasn't. (laughs) I called my dad, who you know my dad, because I guess he was one of your uh, yeah, educators. he was the computer
0: dude at my elementary school, guys. He, he is a computer guy. He, he worked the smart board, and I was like, I don't know how to work this. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I know Papa Kurtz.
1: Papa Kurtz. Man, I can't even tell you how many generations of students he taught. He, he is one of my – I, and I, I was just sharing with you, and I use the word hero lightly or carefully, you know, and he is definitely one of my heroes. But I called him, and I said, hey, Dad, we've been invited to do an assembly. I've never done an assembly you know, I've spoken at conferences and business conferences one night. I said, if you are doing assembly, what would you do? And he said, You know, kids love stories, mm-hmm. kids of all ages. Yeah. He said, I would tell a story. And so I ended up writing a children's book. It's not published yet. We're gonna get it public, published. Awesome. And um, and that children's book has been the basis of all of our elementary school assemblies since then. So we've we visited schools in Pennsylvania, Canada, Utah, California, um, Idaho. We've gone all over visiting schools and in the high schools, I actually use a different story. I use a real-life story of a 15-year-old boy um, who completed a, a bike race called Logan to Jackson Latoja several years ago. And same principles, we take these principles of accountability and kindness and, 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 and tee it off. And that's, I mean, you asked the question, like, how did this start? It started literally with my wife making me a T-shirt and Man. people saying, hey, I like that. And how can I get it? So.
0: Simple act of kindness. I love that so much. Yeah. Um, so when I, so I, I mean, I started Bullies Be Gone like as a YouTube channel and then made a, a, a Instagram page because I hate making videos so much. Um, right. It's <laughs> um, a lot of work. And my slogan ended up becoming be kind, be strong because yeah. we show our sh- true strength and kindness. And so I love what you're talking about here with, doing good and being kind. So tell me, what is the mission of do good, be kind when you come to a school and try and get a school on board with do be, do good, be kind team. What is the, what is the mission? What is the goal there? Yeah. Gosh, thank you so much. Our, our
1: mission is threefold. So first of all, when, when we show up, we want to present a social emotional experience for the kids that they can connect with, that they can identify with. That's number one. We want it to be a good experience for these kids. Um, Number two, we want them to be able to see themselves as the hero in the book. And so our mission from the beginning, and when you look at uh, anti-bully or bully assemblies, they use the word bully, they use the word anti-bully. And from day one, we said, you know what, can we create something that's different? In other words, can we flip the script on the current dialogue, right? So when you look at a lot of assemblies, and, and they're good, the intention is good, but if I'm a student and i and you think about how the brain works, I'm hearing the word bully or anti-bully or don't bully over right. and over. Right? right.
0: A lot. What does oh, that yeah. really look
1: like? I hate. And so oh. our mission was like, Hey, how do we flip the script on this and never use the word bully, but get people to do good things. And so, you know, number one, we want to create a great experience. We have them laughing. We have them crying. We have them hugging, right. Just like Colin Karchner. Um, we want to take them on an emotional roller coaster, so to speak, that they can connect with, that they can be real with. I've cried in front of 550 plus high school students, which has allowed them to connect with their emotion, right? Mm. So, number one, we want to do that. Number two, we want to let them see themselves as the hero in the story. Yes. And number three, we want to give them an opportunity to now be part of it. Everybody wants to belong to something. Nate, you're probably on a team. You're probably part of a club, right? Everyone oh, yeah. wants to belong to
0: something. Oh, yeah. Everybody wants acceptance and love.
1: Exactly. Um, we just interviewed Grace Strobel, right? Amazing model who has Down syndrome. And her, and her whole mission, when I, and she had me in tears, and I said, Hey, you know, what is your message, Grace? And she goes, Everybody wants to be accepted, everybody wants to be respected. Everybody wants to be loved. And, you know, I've done work in prisons. I've gotten into San Quentin prison. I've met with um, inmates in there. And that's the truth, man. Everybody wants to feel loved. So we go into these assemblies and our idea was how do we flip the script on this? And so we, we basically talk about five simple principles. And number one is to be accountable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love the story is you can find a guy who says, you know, my dad was a drunk. And that's why I'm the way I am. And you can find his brother in a very different situation who says, my dad was a drunk and that's the way, I'm the way I am, right? Same circumstance, different outcomes entirely. You heard that in the inflection of my voice. So number one is be accountable. And we talk about really simple things like, did you make your bed today? Can you push mm-hmm. a shopping cart back? That's not your own shop, right. right? And I love that one. You know, I, I, I'm not 29. I wish I was, because I wish I had like 20 more years of this mission ahead of me or 40 more years. Nate, that's the truth. But I also, my wife will tell me, and she reminds me, I had to have some of my difficult life experiences to reach the level of compassion and empathy where I, where I come from now. Um, you know, there, there aren't just bullies in school. There are real bullies in the workplace. There are bullies in education. There are bullies oh, yeah. in administration. There are bullies in um, corporate offices, right? Oh, yeah. Just watch the news. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, I've had to go through some of my own experiences like that to, to reach the place where I am. So number one, we talk about accountability. We talk about making your bed, pushing shopping carts back. I'm kind of all over the place. Um, just taking accountability for your life. Right. That's hard to do, right? We often look for side doors. Number two, we talk about doing good. And, and that can look like a million different things. Oh, yeah. You know, volunteering, helping, whatever it is. Number three, and this is where we really dig in, especially with the high school students, is it starts with being kind to yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. This
1: is amen so hard, right? And it, I would say if we have a 45-minute assembly, you know, we spend like 15 minutes on story to set this whole thing up. And right. we spend a bulk of our time really on being kind to yourself. And we break it down to three things. Physically, are you getting good sleep? I've got teenage boys. I've checked their phones in the morning. And I've asked him, I'm like, who is snapping you at like 1.20 in the morning? Who's snapping you at 2.30 in the morning? Who is who's sending you messages at 3 in the morning, right? And you and I are on this mission together. When we talk about this concept of get the phones out of the room, yep, it's like panic, you know? <laughs> and ask every parent, would you like your phones out of the room? Yes, absolutely. Mom and dad, are you willing to put the phone out of your room? Oh, but I need it for my alarm clock. We'll
0: go buy an okay. alarm clock. Yeah, Target's but okay, go miles. to Walmart. Go to Walmart. Karen, Karen, if you're listening, Karen buy a walmart alarm okay <laughs>
1: yeah, it's easy right i got it. i think this this is next to my bed I watch yeah, watch right? wakes Those me up in are the so morning. annoying
0: i'll wake up so fast if i hear that little beep oh my gosh i hate that thing
1: um so number one you know be, be kind to yourself physically energy drinks you know these energy drinks um and listen i'm not i'm not saying i'm a saint i drink energy drinks i have to at, at times i recognize that but um mm-hmm. When I look at what they're doing to the metabolism and the brains of developing minds, right, teenagers, and I read stories of teens who are dying because of, you know, the Red Bull challenge or the five-hour energy drink challenge or whatever mm-hmm. it might be, like those are sad things. So what we really talk about is, hey, you get this body once, how do you want to fuel it? How do you want to take care of it? Um, number two, we talk about be kind to yourself emotionally, and this is really this is this gets into some really heavy work. Uh, because we're talking about boys starting in about third grade, second grade, they start to experience the emotion of shame and mm. embarrassment. And it's so different, Nate. If, I don't know if you have children, but if you watch them, you know, boys in particular, when they feel shame, it's manifest in rage and anger.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I right? have a little two-year-old. Haven't I haven't seen him rage out, I mean, to the extent that he will when he's a teenager. But... Holy crap, yeah. I mean, the majority of the people that bullied me when I was in junior high slash high school were boys. And I guarantee the only reason that they were bullying me is because they had a lack of kindness in their life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There is um you know, and 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 sadly, well, we can go down that that road too, but when we get into emotion, you know, that's one of the most important things. Is we are emotional beings first. You know, everybody thinks, oh, no, you know, I make decisions with logic. And you don't, you really don't. What you do is you make a decision in the gut and then you back it up with logic and reason, right? Does the math work out? Heavens, if we made all of our logical decisions, we'd never live in Hawaii. I can tell you that for sure. There's no logical reason to be here. But aside from the beauty, I don't surf. Um, so, <laughs> you know, with teenagers, we, we, we go through this exercises. What are your emotions? Can you give words to your emotions? Can you share those words? It's okay to feel depression. It's okay to, um, you know, to feel shame, by the way. Yeah. And and boys who don't learn how to deal with shame or embarrassment as little boys and act out in anger become abusive men. Yeah. Because they never deal with the shame and how to deal with it. So we talk about giving words to your emotions we ask, we do some fun acting, you know, okay, who can act out, you know, shout out an emotion word and I'll show you what it looks like. And, so is giving who words who to your emotions, to come up.
0: is that number three?
1: That's, that's number two. That's part of being kind to yourself emotionally. To yourself, and then the emotional. third one is be kind to yourself mentally, Okay. mentally, you know, our brains are so powerful. Our brains love to conserve energy. They mm-hmm. process up to 70,000 thoughts a day. I just put a post out on this. But 98% of those thoughts are the same thoughts. They're autopilot. So I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to watch you. Look at me on screen. Can you see me? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Why are you smiling?
0: Because I'm mirroring you.
1: Yeah, you are mirroring me, right? So we have motor neurons and we have memory neurons. And also, so here's a challenge I'm going to give you. I want you to think about this morning. You got up. I hope you're wearing pants. You're behind a microphone. I can't really see you, right? But I'm just going to ask you, Nate, which pant leg do you put on first? Which leg goes in first? Left. Your left leg goes in first, okay? Yep. Do you even think about that in the mornings
0: anymore? I don't.
1: No, right? And, and when I ask students, I'm like, okay, close your eyes, I want you to visualize this with me. And then I'll ask them who physically felt their left leg or their right leg going in first, right? And they do, because that is a memory and a motor neuron. We don't think about it anymore. It's on autopilot, right? Our brains just want to conserve energy. You know, Here's another one. You ever drive home, pull up in your driveway, put the car in park and be like, holy cow, I don't I remember driving home.
0: Dude, yeah, all the time. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, how did I get here?
1: <laughs> we do it every day, right? Our brains on autopilot. So the very first time you move somewhere, it's tough. You've got to learn the roads. You know, By about the fifth, sixth, seventh time, you don't even think it about it anymore because your brain has built patterns and signals and knows where to go. Well, my point in sharing all this is 98% of our thoughts are repeating. of our thoughts are negative. So you think about this in the context of what do I tell myself all day long? Man, I can't go on this podcast with Nate. I don't have anything valuable to share, right? Man, I can't go talk to those guys. I'm not cool like them. I can't ask her out. She's going to say no, right? We tell these stories before they even happen to us. And so we are constantly in this mindset of negativity. And our brains form the same patterns. Hey, here's a book to read. You know, I found that read this remark. Oh, I'd love to, but I'm not a very good reader. You know, I struggled as a kid with reading. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Hey, here's, you know, this, this opportunity to write. Oh yeah, I, I can't write. I'm not a good writer. And so our brains put these limiting negative thoughts into our minds. And so what we really try to do is introduce to the children, whatever age, right? Five affirmations. And we were intentional about not tying them to our physical appearance, because guess what? I can only control so much of this beauty that you see her on the screen right now right oh, yeah. the, i i mean who, i came them, with it
0: for those who can't see he has the most luscious locks right now oh, oh my lands beautiful, luscious locks his mama must be so proud right now she
1: uh, yeah yeah she hates this we're growing up for locks for love we're gonna do this i don't know we'll see if i have the patience i used to cut my hair every two weeks no matter what two weeks oh yeah Yeah, yeah, I was a little bit OCD about my hair. Good Mahatma Gandhi. I know, right? High intact. So, but yeah, you can only
0: control so much. Yeah,
1: you can only choose. So, so we chose these affirmations because we didn't want to be tied to physical things,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. right? And so the affirmations are: I am smart. I am brave. I am grateful. I am kind, and I am loved. And and here's how this works. I love this example. I'm with my second grader at the time. We're driving to school, and he says, "Dad." what, oh, he's in first grade, he says, dad, what do I do if I get out of school and you're not there at the little island to pick me up, right, the little grass island, so what do I do, and I said, hey, you know, tell me your affirmations, he goes, oh, well, number one, right, I'm smart, I guess I could figure out, you know, if you're not there, I could figure something out, number two, I'm brave, if I get nervous, I can talk to an adult, I can talk to a teacher, I can talk to somebody, um, number three, I'm grateful, and he goes, I actually don't know how that works, I don't know how that fits. Right. (laughs) And he goes, number four, I'm kind. Yeah. People know that I'm a kind person and they're going to talk to me. And number five, I'm loved. I know that the people care about me. They're going to take care of me until you get there. Right. Mm -hmm. Really simple example, but how do you put it into play every day? And you can apply that to anything. So that's a big one for us. Nate, like that is so pivotal for us. This uh, be kind to yourself. And I'll never forget sitting in an assembly, like doing this assembly in Pennsylvania and talking about these affirmations and looking in the back and watching three of the teachers just in tears and these teachers saying man you know as an adult i'm struggling with this i'm struggling with i am brave i'm struggling with i am kind i'm struggling with do i love myself you know and they're just in tears and that I'll I'll never, I'll never get that image, you know, out of my mind. And we've done so many assemblies where I think candidly that the students are my audience, but I know that everyone in there is connecting with this message, you know, wherever they're at. Um, our next pillar is be kind to others. Mm -hmm. And this looks different in so many ways. So again, we're not even talking about bullying. We're talking about being kind to one another in the story we talk about, you know, um, Dealing with conflict with people that you have conflict with. We talk about giving the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. You know, the other day, um, somebody came to me like, Hey, you know, you passed me on the road and you didn't even give me a shaka. (laughs) And I was waving at you, right? And I was like, Oh my gosh, I feel so bad about that. And then I thought about what was going on at the time I was passing them and where my mind was and what I was looking at. And it really hurt their feelings that I didn't wave back at them. In reality, you know, we have to give each other the benefit of the doubt. And so when we talk about being kind to others, let's go there, Nate. You know, we talk about um, things that students say. Oh, my gosh. So I have a son when he was 15 years old. He's my oldest son. Uh, he was really trying to break the six-minute mile in PE. Like, this was a big goal of his. And he would come home each he say, He's like, Dad, I'm down to like 607, right? Dad, I'm, I'm down to 602. And then all of a sudden he comes home and he's got like scabs all over his left arm i like, dude, what happened? He's like, ah, oh, I just tripped. I was going around the track and I tripped. And, and the next day he's like, dad, it's 6.03. He goes, dad, I'm at 6.03. Today's the day I'm going to beat the six minute mile. And Nate, that's the last time he ever talked about it. A couple weeks later, I'm at work and I get a text from him. And he says, dad, I'm in the park and I'm thinking about hanging myself. Now, how's life? He's 20 now, Nate, and he's awesome. Yeah. I got a text from the other day telling me how happy he is and how good things are. We're starting another business together. But I got this text and he says, I'm in the park and I'm thinking about hanging myself and I messaged him back and I said, I'm leaving the office right now. Please meet me at home. And the reason I say how grateful I am is because some parents don't get that text.
0: No, they don't. And I did, mm-hmm.
1: I got the text and, uh, we sat down and we started talking and he said, dad, I, I didn't trip. He said the kids would wait on the track and when I'd come by, they would push me and I'd fall. And when we would go through the gym, some of the kids would wait in the gym to kind of beat me up. And he goes, but that wasn't the hard part, Dad. That wasn't the part I was upset about. He said, I would sit in class and the student behind me would say, you're such a fag. You should kill yourself. You should go kill yourself tonight. You should do us all a favor. We thought you were going to kill yourself last night. Now, I've asked this question in front of like 500 students. I say, how many of you would say this?
0: No, with one into it. no one would all this emotion no one would have.
1: Then been. I say, Who would put it in an Instagram message? Yeah. Who would put it in a snap? Right? And that's what my son said. He goes, it wasn't even the physical stuff that was so hard. It was the things that people were saying. Yeah. That was the hardest part. And so when we talk about being kind to others, we talk about not recognizing the challenges, the struggles that they're going through. And if we take five minutes to really observe, you know, there's a difference between seeing and noticing. And Nate, if you were to interview, you know, parents, friends, siblings of youth who have taken their lives. Mm -hmm. In almost every incident, they will say afterwards, I didn't notice this sign. Or I noticed that things had started to change, right? And there's a difference between seeing and noticing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and so we talk about with these students as it relates to being kind to others and the last thing we talk about in our assemblies is uh, being kind to the world around you mm-hmm. you know if you can master this being kind to yourself and then you get to this stage of being kind to others you've got this amazing team now let's be kind to the world around us and it's not political it's not about global warming or climate change it's about being good stewards of the world Right. Right. It's about taking care of what we have. It's about making a difference and letting it ripple throughout the world, Mm -hmm. you know, in in whatever capacity. And so for some of them, it's the environment, right? I just happen to live down the road from an amazing musician by the name of Jack Johnson. People know him for his music, right? All the kids know him here as Uncle Jack. What they, what a lot of people don't know is Jack and his amazing wife, Kim, have what's called the Kokua Foundation, They have a garden, they invite students out, they teach them about gardening and guess what? All of the produce from those gardens go into the schools to provide organic healthy food for school lunches for these students. Man, that's being kind to the world around you. Yeah, it is. Right, that's what it's about. So that's our mission. Yeah. And then we we set up what we call do good crews in high schools, we have do good crews in elementary schools. Uh, This is just an opportunity for students to now take this message we provide them with different thoughts and ideas. You know, in high schools, like, they got it, man. These kids, high school kids, if anyone listens to this, you're amazing. you got this. You're so much smarter than we are.
0: Oh, yeah. They're and so creative.
1: We just give them the framework. We're like, okay, here's the theme for the month. What do you want to do? Go and ahead. and what's really cool is um, I just put a shout out to one of our, our presidents of one of our Do Good crews down in Southern California. Um What's super rad about this, I asked her, I said, why is this so important for you? she said, because there are so many kids who want to do good and they're looking for something cool to rally around without being called a goody two-shoe, mm-hmm. right? You follow because we're geek if you're too good. And so I remember when we set up our very first do good crew, this girl calls me the next day and she goes, Chris, you're never gonna believe this. She said, we had more students ever in the history of our school rushed this club than any club ever
0: i love it oh my gosh i love it right club day oh. if
1: you're in high schools or if your parents of high schoolers if you're listening to this club day you need a do good crew at your school bottom line over 250 students in southern california this school I love rushed it. this club I love when it. they had their first club meeting nate over 100 students showed up
0: that's what's up
1: right that's and then we up. just let the kids just do their thing and they're you know, they got to know what, what this is about. They got those, those feelings of what it means to do good and make an impact in the world. And, you know, our goal this year, we said, okay, what would it look like if we had 100,000 students, 100,000 students in 2020 and 21 have do good crews, right? <laughs> Man, could we have 100,000 students as part of that?
0: That'd be crazy. And,
1: and could we have a million kids throughout the world in 2025 be part of a do good crew? That's our dream. That's our That's- vision.
0: That's awesome. So, thank you. so, so number one is be kind to yourself.
1: Number one is be accountable,
0: be accountable then be kind to yourself. And that's physically, and then be kind to yourself mentally and then, um, be kind to others and then do good things.
1: So I'll, I'll help you out a little bit. You, you hit them all. Be, no, you're good. You're good. Listen, I overcomplicate things. This is my bad, right? Save the kids, Colin Karchner. You genius. Um, by the way, Colin was a was a good friend. We had a lot of conversations. We were about to start something with Colin Karchner, and then all of a sudden, like he calls, he's like, "How do you do assemblies? You know, do you charge? All these different things." And then he's like, "Listen, let's talk next week." And I think like the next week he was like, just taken off and so when we finally got to sit down with him in california a couple of years later, i'm like dude he's like i know right he's like it's just been this crazy mission but um be accountable do good be kind to yourself and, and within be kind yourself is the right. physical emotional mental right those three yeah. things and, and candidly nate we could do a whole assembly of just that oh obviously, yeah or oh a yeah workshop, oh right? yeah um be kind to others be kind to the world around you gotcha yeah and this be kind of the world around you i mean man i live in i live in paradise i, I have to say this i live in on oahu on the north shore of oahu the seven mile miracle where all the professional surfers come and i can't even tell you the stuff that i see every day wash up on my shores on my highways you know mm-hmm. and and this is paradise and so when we talk about being kind of the world around us it's about life decisions yeah uh the shirt you see that i have on right now is an OG. This shirt's over three years old. Still yeah. love it. My kids yeah. just tie-dyed it for me, so it feels brand new again.
0: Man, so I love it. the The spreading uh, kindness is so infectious. And like when I when I go to schools, a lot of like I've <laughs> disclaimer everybody. I've gone to three schools total. I'm not I'm I'm not no masterful genius, but you know my my name bullies be gone. I hate the word bullies because it's overused and anyway and so when i go in i focus on like what you're saying the kindness aspect and Mm -hmm. last year my last speaking gig um was my third one before covid hit and i went to a school and i was just talking about how you know if you don't hear anyone else hear it from me you deserve happiness you deserve love because you are worth it um and we're cleaning up i'm talking with the pta president all the adults are there now all the kids have filed out and this little tiny 12 year old uh, like seventh grader she's tiny little girl youngest um she comes she, she's kind of timid she's walking up and i see her she's alone so i you know i see her and i'm like oh hey how can i help you and she just asks, did you mean what you said and i'm mm. like w- w- what part <laughs> did i offend you what did i well <laughs> um And she said well the part i'm like like when i said that you deserve happiness right and she's like yeah i'm like of course i mean that you deserve happiness and love and she said you're the first person that's ever told me that and that made me realize that and it okay it makes me want to thank you even more right now for exposing so many people to kindness because every single person on this earth bully and bully victim alike they're in a deficit of kindness. They don't. They're yeah. just not exposed enough to it in their life. And if we can just expose people more to kindness, we're going to be able to change lives, change the world. And you're you you've been doing that. So thank you, Chris, so much.
1: Oh, thank you, Nate. Yeah, we're we're on this journey, right? I mean, we really are. And and um and listen, I I want to put one one other thought out there. You know, I had an assembly where I made a comment. It, it was just like in the brain, out the mouth, couldn't bring, you know, that, oh, you know, couldn't bring it back. And um, it was in front of the whole school. And I just, I, I knew, I knew the minute I said it, I saw my wife's physical reaction in the back. She's like, Oh, I can't believe you just said that. And um, before anyone gets the wrong idea, I, I need to clarify what that comment was. Right. It was, yes, yes. I didn't swear. I didn't call. Yes. Here's what I said. I said, all Disney princesses are blonde. Right. And, and the word just came out. I didn't mean to say that. It just, you know, Disney princesses are blonde. And before I even got back to my office, I had like four or five emails, right? Hey, not all princesses are blonde. I'm brunette. You know, I'm a princess, whatever. And, and I knew that. It was just one of those, it was like, ah, oh. and I was just sitting in my grief of what had happened. Mm-hmm. And here's what I want to share with anyone who's listening. And first of all, Nate, this is what I want to say to you. You said, you know, I'm no big genius. Did you hear what you just said?
0: Yeah, negative. I've
1: only done three assemblies, right? Yeah. First of all, Nate, you've done three more assemblies than uh, I, I would wager to say six billion nine hundred and ninety-nine million <laughs> nine hundred and ninety, right? That's true. Let's be honest what you've That's done. True. That's true. And number two, um, your genius is unique to you. So you are smart. You're brave for sitting up in front of an assembly. You're smart for recognizing that there's a need. Right. You are kind, Nate, and you're willing to take that kindness within you and let it overflow to others. And I know you're loved. Right. And, and I'm going to say this from my standpoint, I'm grateful for you, Nate. I'm so grateful for people like you who are like, well, you, you messaged me yesterday. You said, put me in, coach. Right. I'm grateful for people like you who are willing to be vulnerable, who are willing to step out and say, hey, it's OK to be kind because it's not soft. It's the damn hardest work you're going to do. I said it. I swore. I know. Right.
0: He said the damn word. Oh my God. I said the
1: damn word. But, and the reason I say this is because do good, be kind and kindness. It's not about perfection. It's not about perfection. It's about knowing the course that you're on. If it's the right course you lead with intent. Mm -hmm. You know, I work in the corporate world and we have this saying, we talk about the soft skills, the soft skills, you know, I lived in Mexico years ago and I had a boss who was really awful to me. The mental, the psychological, the emotional abuse was horrible. He called me a week ago today, a week ago yesterday, sorry, a week ago yesterday. And as we we're talking, now this is 17 years later,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he said, I need to apologize for how I treated you when you were working here. Now, if the soft skills were so easy, mm-hmm. if kindness was always that easy, why did it take my friends 17 years to do the hard work of calling to apologize? Cause it's right? not easy. It's not, it's not easy. It's hard. So yeah, I mean, this can be applied in so many ways. I just want to say thank you for letting me be on this
0: Bunch. podcast
1: and share this. I hope, someone hears it knows that we're thinking about them. Right. Nate.
0: And yep. Gosh, That's, we need their light. To, in the world. To everybody listening. The two things, I, the three things I want you to know, and I always close out with this. Um, but I was going to say right now, you are wonderful. You are worthy and you are worth it. And we love, love you guys it. so much. Um, Chris, where can people find you? Shameless plug.
1: A shameless plug. No, there's no shame. Absolutely. I'm so proud of what we've done. And I, I can say that I'm proud because um, it's something that people can connect with. It's changing lives. The stories I get back from people, Nate, make me go, "We're on the right path." Amen. It's hard. There's been multiple times where we're like, "Should we just pull the plug on this whole thing?" You know, I don't want anyone to have this misconception that we that I'm driving a Ferrari here in uh, here in paradise. You know, I've got a van with 220,000 miles on it and a truck with 223, and I love them. They're great. They work. Okay. Um, but every time we think about pulling the plug, we come back and we're like, "No." there needs to be you know, more good in the world. So you can find us at dogoodbekind.org. We just became a nonprofit organization. Uh, dogoodbekind.org. I'm just stoked as heck on those uh, three little letters, O-R-G. You can find us on Instagram at dogood.bekind. You can find us on, really, if you just Google do good, be kind, you're going to find us out there. And we sure hope that you do. We hope you find us and join our community. We love People that just make this community shine just a little bit brighter. People like you, Nate, who are putting your light out into the world. Thank you.
0: Wow. Well, thank you. Um, But yeah, for those of you listening, thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, Thank you to Chris for being on the show. Um, Guys, remember, like, we love you guys so much. And we hope that everyone listening here go out and help someone else feel loved. Um, And we'll catch you on the next one. Man, wow, wow, wow! Was that not amazing? I sincerely hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, I learned so much. I hope you guys, you guys, I hope you guys learned so much. I can't even talk, man. That was amazing. Just want to remind you guys, um, about the mission to do good, be kind. All right, one, be accountable. Two, do good. Three, be kind to yourself. Four, be kind to others. And five. Be kind to the world around you. As always, I want to remind you guys, you are worthy. You are wonderful, and you are worth it. And we love you so much. If you need your daily dose of positivity, go on Instagram and follow me at bulliesb.gon And we'll see you on the next one.